Okay, I'm back. Ready to talk more. Uh, trying this driving and talking thing, so bear with me. I'm just <laughs> leaving my parking spot. Um, today I wanted to talk about following signs and asking for signs. Um, this is something I do all the time. I started it a couple of years ago. I, I read the book Signs by Laurel and Jackson, and I had been doing it before a little bit, but after reading that, I was like, wow, this is like, this can be really, really um, beneficial and um, there's so much you can get out of it and it can be really incredible what you get that you would not expect. Um, so you can ask for signs for anything in your life um, and it's incredible what you'll receive back. Um, so before I read the book that I just mentioned, um, I was getting, I was going on walks with my dog and I started seeing squirrel tails, which is like kind of really random. I mean, I think seeing one squirrel tail is like, okay, that's weird. But then I saw like six in the course of like two months, which is to me an excessive amount of squirrel tails. Like, and it was like depressing for me. I'm like, these poor squirrels are running around with no tails on. Anyways, um, I don't know if it was the universe trying to warn me um, that a friend of mine was going to die because uh, he had a, <laughs> he loved squirrels. Uh, I don't know if it was a warning for that or if it was like the universe trying to tell me this is what I think it was. I think the universe was kind of trying to tell me that I need to have more fun in life. Um, I was stuck in a rut and in a place where all I was doing is working and I just kept, I mean, I was just, I was, everything was so mundane and like I, there was no magic in my life, you know, I still struggle with this because work is stressful and I mean, life in general, I have four kids just it's busy and there's not a lot of moments to just enjoy um life sometimes you know and I'm sure that if you're listening to this just life is it's not always easy right it's not always easy um there's a lot to take up to occupy our times with um anyway so I felt like uh, that I kind of think that's what the sign was, but uh, I really I just seeing them all the time. I knew it was something. I knew it was for me. I knew I was supposed to notice it because um, I have friends in the neighborhood who walk their dogs in the same neighborhood as I do, and they never saw these squirrel tails. It was like they were meant for me to see. And the reason I think that it meant I should have more fun in life is because I think of squirrels, and I think, I mean. A squirrel without a tail, how fun is that? Like, where is their joie de vivre, you know? Like, they need that tail to, to, to amuse themselves and to jump from tree to tree and to balance and to, yeah. So I think that my life was out of balance and out of joy, if that makes sense. So how does this relate to aphantasia? It doesn't at all. But I wanted to talk about some signs that I've had in my life for the last little while 
that led me to a really big moment this weekend that does have to do with Aventasia. So I have um, randomly in the last year been really interested in a lot of random stuff. Like things come up and I'm like, oh, I want to learn about that. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I want to do that. But I don't really. So, for example, I got really into learning about like acupuncture points and acupuncture in general to the point where I was like, oh, I will research um, going back to school to be a Chinese medicine practitioner. Like I was that interested. I didn't end up doing it because it didn't it just didn't spark that like I know that this is something I need to do. Uh, It was just like I'm interested in this. So I looked into it. It was expensive and time consuming. And I was like, it doesn't like excite me that much to do it. So I I just kind of kept Googling and learning about uh, acupuncture points. So that's just something random I learned about. Also, like the tapping. uh, And I don't know a ton about tapping, but I have done exercises to like get rid of headaches or like to bring me more energy and stuff. And I do find it does work. So I've learned a bit about that. Um, Spirituality, I'm like obsessed with spirituality. Um, Everything to do with it. But one thing that really um, sits with me is like near-death experiences and stuff. I've kind of obsessively learned about that and and what happens. Um, And this doesn't really have to do with where I'm going with my story, but... Um, one thing that for aphantasia that bothers me is, okay, when you have an, a near-death experience, and this isn't the same for everyone, everyone has, like, there's different, uh, everyone has different stories, but there's a lot of similarities in a lot of them. So one thing that can happen during a near-death experience is that you have a life review. And another thing is, like, seeing um, people you know who have passed on that greet you, going to the light, um, all of these things that are very visual. And I think I, I was getting frustrated because I was like, not frustrated, but I almost worry because I have aphantasia that if I were to have a near-death experience, I might not experience the experience, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, I might not see it. And the reason I think that I don't, I believe that I will have these experiences, but there's this little bit in my head that I'm like, what if, I am blind to this, you know? What if I'm blind and I don't get to experience these things? My sister is a uh, atheist uh, and just is very closed off to believing in anything other than what the material world, which is fine. That's her decision. But she, she, we were talking about near-death experiences. She gets very defensive and angry when I, if I think, like, if I mention what I believe in, which I don't get angry at her for not believing. I don't understand, but she was saying that when you die, there's some hormone that's released in your brain, and that's why you have these, um, that's why you can have these experiences. So then I was thinking, well, if that's the case, if it's this hormone that releases this whatever to make your brain do this, would I be able to have it if I can't visualize? So I don't know the answer to that. I would love to know if anyone who has aphantasia has had a near-death experience, if they 
did see stuff, I would love to know. Please email me. Uh, rofocreative at gmail.com. Um, anyways, I think that I would if it is like a dream. Um, because I have had very, very vivid dreams in the past. Um, and something I've been thinking about a lot lately is do I dream with visuals? And funny enough, I was like, I keep asking myself that. And the thing is, when you have a dream and you have aphantasia, you can never recall the dream because you can't visualize. So I say I can't I do see my dreams, but I can't recall them to to like replay them in my mind. So it's hard to really know. Right. Um, but then I think about, OK, I can't recall past memories. So that doesn't mean that they don't exist. They still happened. I still visual like I still saw them with my eyes. I'm not blind in this life. I'm just blind in my mind's eye. Anyways, this weekend, I had a lot of crazy things happen. One, I had a dream. And in that dream, I dreamt about dreaming. I don't know if anyone's ever had this before. For me, I was like struggling to get asleep. And then in the dream, I was struggling to get asleep. And then I fell asleep. Oh, man, it's so weird when you dream about dreaming. It's hard to explain to. So in the dream... I had a dream and in the dream, man, I'm saying dream a lot. And in the dream, I could see and I said, wow, I'm having a lucid dream. I can definitely see this. I'll have to remember this so I can like write down that or like note that I can for sure see my dreams. So I 1000% know that I can see my dreams because I had that lucid dream where I was telling myself, this is real, I can see this, so I definitely can visualize in my dreams, which is cool. I always thought that anyways, but, because I think that my dreams are just like, it feels like you're living, right? I don't know if that's the case for everyone else. I've heard other people with aphantasia describe their dreams differently, but for me, it's like I've lived a moment in my sleep, basically. Um, Okay, so I'm back to signs. I try to follow signs and I ask for signs and I, I like ask for ridiculous signs, like a giraffe with shoes on. And I swear I've gotten almost all of my signs. Like I will ask yes or no questions. Send me this. Send me a green elephant if I want this. If I should do this, send me a, a blue giraffe if I should do this, that kind of thing. And for the most part, it always happens. I also ask like loved ones who have passed for signs. Those ones come through quicker, I find. Um, like, it's pretty incredible what the other side can throw at you if you just ask. Um, so I've had a lot of random, again, interests this year that I'm like, where is this leading? What? It's like the universe wants me to, like, read up on things, and I don't really know where it's going, but I'm just kind of trusting and then this weekend I had an aha moment. It was like, it was, it was pretty crazy um, because, okay, the spirituality, the aphantasia, those are two things that I'm like fairly obsessed with. 
and then like the acupuncture and um oh other thing that i've learned about this is falls in the spirituality spectrum but like learning about your chakras and the different colors and like the different things you can do to improve your chakras and like balance your chakras that sort of thing it's all connected um okay and i'd like to start off by saying that a few weeks prior to this weekend i had my tarot read by a professional tarot reader i usually do my own um and this tarot reader said that i was going to have a breakthrough moment soon and that that would ignite more passion in me and um i like it was gonna lead to a big change in my life to, and all this stuff so i feel like that was like supposed to happen this weekend so on saturday i woke up and I was like in a really, I was really depressed because I'm struggling with work. I feel like I need to quit, but I don't know. I feel guilty and I don't know. I don't really know what my next steps are. I have freelance clients, but it's like, is that what I want to do? Do I want to be a graphic designer? Do I want to do this for the rest of my life? I don't, I don't know. It's hard, right? Um, so... Anyway, Saturday, I was like crying to my husband. I was upset. I'm like, uh. and then I had some time alone on Saturday night. And I was like, what am I going to do? I usually pull some tarot cards, do a meditation, that kind of thing when I'm alone. I don't get a ton of alone time. So when I'm alone, I, I really try to like make it. I don't watch TV. I just like turn off, put my phone aside and like do some self-care. And this night I was actually on my phone. And I was Googling aphantasia. And then I was like Googling um, aphantasia and mind mapping. Because when I was on vacation, this is weird too. On my vacation in the summer, I have so many spiritual books that I'm like, I need to read and I, and I like am into. But instead of bringing one of those, I brought a book called The Brain That Heals Itself. I think I forget what it's, I, oh, I forget the author and I'm driving now, so I can't. I'll try to put it in the show notes, but, uh, I read this book and it's all about like recovering from stroke and people with ADHD and autism and how they've been able to retrain their brain through brain mapping. So I was like, why can't I retrain my brain to be able to visualize? That was my thought. So I'm Googling this on Saturday night and I come across some thread. I think it was on aphantasia.com about, uh, a guy like, Tesla's mom or Nikola Tesla used to like shine lights in his eyes. And then I don't know if it evoked creativity or something. Um, but I was reading that if you do that and then um, close your eyes and describe what you see out loud, that can train your brain. Like it's a good training tool for people with aphantasia. I was like, that makes no sense. That's stupid. <laughs> But I was like, I'm going to try it. So on Saturday night, I laid there and I shot, I, I put some bright lights in my eyes and then I covered my eyes with a face mask, turned the, all the lights off and just sat in the dark. And what I did was I recorded myself laying there um, talking about what I saw in my vision with my eyes closed. So it started off by seeing like like an orange imprint of the light that I had just had on. But the craziest thing happened 
I started to see other things and not, I didn't see like a beach or anything like that. It was like the orange changed to blue. And then I, I saw like three dots and then there was a tiny little dot that looked like a raindrop that changed to something else to change to something else. And I was like, well, I, I kind of assumed that I would just see the light and the light would fade to nothing, but that's not what happened. Different things started showing up. So something's there. It took so much focus to look at the, um, like to describe the things out loud and having to talk while you're doing this is, a, is what was the game changer for me. Because how often do you lay there like during a meditation or whatever and speak out loud? It takes so much focus. It takes a different kind of energy. So I have laid there and like tried to think about what I see in my vision, but just in my head, like, but what happens when you do that is your brain kind of wanders. And that's why like during meditation, you want to focus on like deep breathing and like counting, whatever. Um, but in this moment, uh, actually saying out loud and it, it's weird. Like you feel like a weirdo talking to yourself if people are around. So this is why it worked. I was home alone I'm talking. I recorded it all. So I might actually play it on a, another podcast. But crazy things started happening and uh, I started turning the lights on and off and like and and trying again. Like eventually my vision kind of just went to black. But even in the black, there was like parts of it that were more red than others or more like darker than others. And it took a lot to like focus and really, really see what was different. Like this, it took, it takes a lot of mental energy to do this. So if you're have aphantasia and you want to try this exercise, it takes a lot of energy, mental energy. Cause you kind of like, eventually you forget to talk. Like you, you just, I don't know. But during this exercise, I was like, I'm going to do more exper experiments on myself. I'm going to change things up. I'm not just going to use the light. I'm going to press on different pressure points in my body. So I was pressing on my hand at certain points. Um, and that would like change the color a bit in my vision. I started shaking my legs. I squeezed my legs. I did some deep breathing. I did all these different things that like it did change what was going on underneath my eyelids. So there's like a connection to our body and the way like the way we breathe even can like change the colors under your eyelids. If so then I'm thinking, okay, this is not just the light imprint on my eyes. This is like something I'm like starting. Maybe I'm starting to visualize. I don't know. But the shapes would change. And I was like getting so excited. Um, at one point in this, this was the most exciting moment. I saw a blue star and the blue star was, it came so fast and I only noticed it because I was focused so hard and talking out loud, saying all the things. I was so focused. I saw the blue star and then the blue star kind of like, uh, turned into a Gaussian blur, like on Photoshop. Like it, it, it faded. It was a sharp star. You could tell it was a star. And then it was like, phew, it was gone. And it was just a blur of the star. Um, but I was like, I saw a star. I didn't think of a star. I wasn't thinking about a star, but a star definitely appeared. It appeared. I know it appeared. And then it was gone. And in that moment, I was like, if I can see a star, I can see anything. Like there's no stopping me. So I think that I'm going to be able to retrain my brain. And that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to retrain it. I'm going to try. 
Um, I've never, and full disclosure, I've never had, never been, had the ability to visualize, at least I can't remember ever having the ability to visualize. So it's not like I've had an accident and I'm retraining my brain. I'm just like seeing if I can train it at all. Um, so I saw the star and then I, so Sunday I was like, well, Saturday my husband came home and I was like so excited. I'm like, I found it. I found my passion. Cause earlier that day I was like, I have no passions. I don't know what I'm doing. And I was like, I think this is it. I think I'm going to like figure out how to get rid of aphantasia, like figure out how to visualize and like maybe train other people or teach other people how to do it. Um, and like try different things. Like why not? Yeah. Use acupuncture, use whatever, whatever it is. Um, so Sunday I did another exercise on myself and this time, um, while I was doing it, I, I was placing my hands on different parts of my body and when I was going up my chakras, I noticed the colors were changing. So, I mean, that's something. And then I started doing, and then I started, uh, I had like the color yellow or orange in my vision. And then I was like, I told, I mentally was like, change it to red. And then it changed to green. And I was like, well, that's something. I mean, clearly my brain is struggling here. This is a lot of work for it, but it did change color. And it was like, there's nothing behind my eyes because I had a face mask over my eyes. It's not the light coming through. Um, so that was really, really exciting for me. Um, I feel like this is absolutely just the beginning, but there's something there. Um, so if you are interested in trying an exercise to develop uh, your Fantasia, uh, like being able to visualize, try closing your eyes after looking at some light and just describe it aloud exactly what you see. And it's going to be so faint. You're going to say, oh, I see a squiggly line and the squiggly line is going to fade. And then you're going to see a dot. Like it's very, very, the shapes you see are going to be abstract, almost like looking at a cloud and, and, and describing what the shapes are in the cloud. But you might get a blue star that is so real that it's going to change your life and make you realize that you can visualize. Um, the other part of this is because it took so much focus to look, um, to, to like describe everything. Uh, I noticed, uh, on Sunday after doing it on Saturday and then, um, I was seeing colors in, in places that I wouldn't see colors. So I was looking at my backsplash when I was taking a shower, it's all white white and black. And I was noticing the colors in the color white. Like I could see bits of pink and bits of blue and bits of yellow. Like I could see that white is made up of colors. I've never been able to see that before. So I feel like by training my mind to focus when my eyes are closed, I'm able to see things in regular day-to-day -day life that I wouldn't normally see. And I swear I could see energy around people and plants, um, stuff that I don't normally see. It's so faint. It's like particles, but it's there. And um, I don't know. It's pretty epic. So I, I really felt like this weekend was a huge aha moment for me. I feel like I'm going to be able to uh, figure this out. So stick with me and uh, I'll let you know how it goes.
And that is it because I'm at my kids' school picking them up. So sayonara. I hope you enjoyed this podcast.